Welcome to the 20 Minutes of Filler Podcast. I'm Jason Katarski, and I'm here with my friend... Andy Lennox. All right. We're here with episode four. Did I already say that? It's episode four. It's episode four, if you were wondering. Um, we're stoked to uh, be back again. Thanks for all the new listeners who are, uh, who are tuning in and sharing about our show. It's been a fun ride to kind of um, get this thing off the ground and kind of dig into this small space of games known as uh, The Filler. So... Uh, today we are going to have another episode with our our theme something old something new where um, I'm going to share about a classic game today uh, one of my favorites called Six Nymphed by Wolfgang Kramer and then Andy is going to share about a game called This Town Ain't Big Enough for the Two to Four of Us it's a, a recent game that just was on Kickstarter and it's also a print and play game from uh, Tasty Minstrel Games so that got us thinking a little bit about uh, the topic of Kickstarter. So we thought we would start off just by kind of um, chatting about some of the, the filler type games that we've come across, maybe that we're looking forward to, that have been on Kickstarter recently, or kind of currently on Kickstarter, or that we, we know are coming up on Kickstarter, that kind of fit into this filler uh, filler game realm. And, and remember, we when we talk about fillers, we're talking about games that have a small um, kind of teaching time, a, a small play time, maybe under an hour, closer to a half an hour or less. Um, lots of replayability and kind of an easy entry for people who are not hardcore gamers. Um, games that you can take with you and share with uh, people outside your geeky circles of friends. So um, some of the games that that recently closed um, that we that that, that I backed that I wanted to bring up was uh, Adam McIver's Coin Age. So this is like filler to the extreme. It comes on a, it's a one card, it's a credit card game. You can put it in your wallet and play it with pocket change. I'm excited about this one. Uh, it overfunded and there's lots of different maps coming for it. It um, didn't just overfund. It like, it was, a, it was amazing how many people threw their money at this game. And it's a cool game, right? Yeah. Like, but you can also get it as a free print and play. Like still, to this it day. It really, I think the one card thing just tapped into some it was definitely an extreme kind of cool new exciting thing yeah. and it's and it's a great game adam gave me a copy at uh at gen I haven't con actually last played year. it oh no it's it's good it's just a simple area control game where you use these coins as dice they're two-sided dice yeah. but they're different sizes um and that and you stack them and whoever's on top gets to score a different region i love that it the really like uses the innate like traits of what a coin is like American pocket change is this size, and it does this thing in this game because of the size. That's really neat. Yeah, Canadians started saying, uh, we, don't have, we don't have pennies anymore, so how are we going to play this game? You so, don't. Yeah, sorry. But so, so luckily, it came with cardboard coins because of the stretch goals. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's, it's going to be cool. Adam's a great guy. He does art for a bunch of different games, and this is like his first published design. He has another game coming out from uh, Crash Games later this year. Yeah, but, speaking uh, of his art, um, Crash Games did a Kickstarter not that long ago with his art on it. That's right. Um, that was Wherefore Art Thou Romeo. Yeah, yeah. And that was kind of a spillover from another filler-type game, uh, Console of Verona. Yeah, and I I adore that game. It's just like this quick social de- deduction game. Uh, the art. The was, Romeo one, right? Yeah. Yeah, Wherefore Art Thou Romeo is... And it's, it's a lot of fun, and it was probably the quickest turnaround for a Kickstarter I've ever seen. Like, I backed <laughs> it, and I got it, like, the next week. It was amazing yeah yeah crash games did a really good job at that yeah that's cool another um 
the the former half one half of Crash Games, uh, Michael Coe left. Uh, they kind of parted ways. Michael Coe and Patrick Nichol ran Crash Games. They founded it together, but they parted ways, and uh, Michael started a game called Gamelin Games, and they had a huge success on Kickstarter with uh, their game Tiny Epic Kingdoms by uh, Scott Alms. And this was another one of those games that, like, I think there was nine thousand backers Whoa. Uh, buying this little sixteen dollar game. So like, and it raised. Uh, what, almost 300 grand or something like that? So, so, yeah. so 300 grand, like, you can get there pretty easily if you have a $75 game. But they First, got there with a $16 game. Well, I, I bought the deluxe version. Yeah, I did too, which was, which was, <laughs> which was $8 extra to get more factions. Yeah. So, so and this is one of those games that we, we think that it, it's small, it's portable, it, it's easy to teach, but it, it's a little bit deeper game that maybe takes about an hour to play. Yeah. So so it's kind of on the borderline of a filler and like we haven't actually played it. So we'll come back to it when it when we get it in our hands and let you know is this a filler game or is this the main event? Yeah, yeah, but it's definitely a, a great looking game um, that did really well. Another one, my one of my favorites. I can't talk about this game enough. Daniel Solis is. Uh, Battle of the Ball. I wish I had played that. I backed it, but yeah. I wish I had played it. It's great. So that that had a, it was on Kickstarter last year, and it should be coming this spring um, around time for the conventions and stuff. Um, but it's just a great card game where you are collecting sets and gathering people into groups at a party that share similar interests. And and you can get some special actions. The bell comes to grace your party and allows you to kind of you know have a special favor. And it has this neat mechanic. Um, I guess it's it's similar to a mechanic in Morels where have you played Morels? No. Oh, it's a great game from a couple years ago. A great two player game. Um, we'll talk about that in the future. Cool. But uh, Bell of the Ball has this kind of conveyor belt of cards, and you can like take the first one for free if it add and add it to one of your groups of people. But then you have these regrets where you can turn in your regrets, saying I can't make it to skip that guest and take the next guest up in line. So it's like figuring out what's the best person to take. And also, there's two rows. There's the row of the bell cards, the special abilities, and then there's the row of these uh, of these guests. And you're just putting these cards into your little, in your play area in front of you, put them into sets. It takes about 30 minutes to play. The art is amazing. I have a couple other Daniel Solis games, uh, Koi Pond, Suspense, and uh, Nine Lives. And I love them all. They're all super fun. So I'm I'm really excited to get this. I don't know why I haven't like. Is there a print play for it? Do you know? Uh, there there was at least when the campaign was going. There might it okay. might still be out there. I I should probably try it out. Yeah. If not, it'll be coming soon. And I I got my. Did you get it? Did you back it too? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll, okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. It's coming it's, this summer, right? So yeah, yeah. Okay, so cool. we're we're probably gonna be doing a Daniel Solis episode at yeah. some point. I mean, yeah. we're not gonna invite him on to talk. We're just gonna we're talk just... about him. <laughs> And his games. Maybe we'll have him on for another episode, but yeah. uh, that's the idea anyway. So another game that just recently closed that looks amazing is by Richard Lanius and Robert Burke, and it's called Draco Magi. This is not going to win over your non-nerd friends. Oh, it's it's <laughs> nerdy. I it was the it's... dragons are so beautiful though. Like yeah, the art on that game is outstanding. I don't, who th- uh, it's the same person who did the artwork for the newest version for for Coup and oh. the Resistance, I okay. believe. I don't know their name, and I might be off on that a little bit, but it's beautiful. I, I mean, I backed the game before watching the video and learning how to play. I saw the artwork. I saw Richard Lanius, and I saw Robert Burke. Uh, I saw yeah. some quirky things, and I saw that it was 15 bucks. Yeah. So um, I got in on that right away, and it's just a two-player, back-and-forth, um, battling dragons kind of game with some neat kind of mechanics. It's not normally my type of game, but... Uh, it's worth exploring for for that for that price. I tag. think my group's gonna like it. It's right up their alley. We we tend to gravitate toward 
like shorter play games but like it, it a lot of the gameplay description reminded me a little bit of smash up mm. where there's different locations and you have to play your cards at different locations um and that really gets my group going and so i think that's gonna go over well with my group i'm excited about that game awesome awesome so some stuff that uh that is that is going to be wrapping up soon that i'm really looking forward to um pairs by james Ernest of cheap ass games uh this he's calling it a new classic pub game it's just a deck of cards and uh there's one one and there's ten tens and all the different numbers in between triangular distribution yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for sounding smart bro. <laughs> <laughs> math yeah um okay so uh, this game, you, everybody gets dealt a card, and they say, hit me, or uh, or fold, and if you get hit, you get another card, and if you get a pair, you're out, and you lose the points. You get points um, for the for that number of pair. Like, if I have a pair of sixes, I get six points, so I keep one of those cards. And the idea is to get the lowest number of points. Um, if you fold, uh, instead of taking a card, you get to look around the table and take the lowest numbered card at the table. So, it, I mean, it fits. Just It's just filler to the extreme. Um but it looks awesome. And what they're doing for the campaign, I don't know if you see, you've seen this, but uh, the artwork is they're going to release several different decks as they hit stretch goals. So if you want the uh, the first deck is uh, the Name of the Wind, Patrick. Yeah, that's the reason I'm backing this campaign. Um, the Patrick Rothfuss uh, Kingkiller Chronicles. Okay. Uh, which has the Name of the Wind and Wise Man's Fear. They're doing a deck of like characters from, from that book. I'm getting it just for that because like... The, the game itself sound I, I know I'm gonna enjoy it but it's not like right in my wheelhouse of things I'll enjoy but the that deck is gonna be so awesome and awesome. I love I love those books I'm currently rereading them and uh, yeah I'm gonna have to pick those up I've heard I've heard about them enough that now it's starting to get in my ear and I'm gonna have to give those yeah a read. you gotta read them they're amazing if I just told you the plot overview you'd be like that sounds like Harry Potter but <laughs> that sounds brilliant like that's how you get me to read a but book it's, but it's not <laughs> But it's it's so different, so different. Awesome. So yeah, the the um the some of the other decks, the one that I'm really excited, or two that I'm really excited about. Brett Bean is uh he did uh, he he's done a bunch of stuff, but uh, he he's doing a uh, a pirate deck which looks awesome, and he's got this really kind of colorful, cartoony style. And then um, Echo Shernick, who did Twelve Days, the um the GameSmith, um the Boyan from Tabletops Publishing Company, put out another James Ernest Mike Selinker game, which is amazing. It's called it's a Christmas the Twelve Days of Christmas. Oh, that's the other uh, triangular distribution deck too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like 12, oh, 12 yeah. That game, one, one, it's yeah. so good. But so so she's doing one too, and it's barmaids holding the number of beers equal to whatever the number on the card is. So it just and her art is is fantastic. So yeah, some games that that are that are just just going to be wrapping up uh, around the time that this uh, episode releases, and there's some stuff that's coming up. I'm really excited about um, Eggs and Empires from Matt Riddle and Ben Pinchback, who um, designed the game Fleet, and they're Michigan boys. So um, we, love the, we love the Michigan boys. Yeah, Griffin is is putting out this, and it's a game where it's a blind bidding game where you have these cards, and um, there's there's some powers on these cards, and you're fighting over eggs. It's this crazy fantasy theme that they just kind of like, hey, uh, so we, we're these guys, and we're going after. I don't even know what the Are theme they is. Dragon eggs? They they might be dragon okay, eggs. Okay, that would make sense. But um, and the artwork is is turning out awesome, and uh, I. Blind bidding, people love that. It's simple, it's easy, but it's got some twists. Like mm. one of the one of the cards says three beats eight. <laughs> like <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I haven't played it yet, but I saw some guys playing at Grand Con, and it looks it looks like a blast. One um, I'm, uh, one I just backed is called Province. Um, oh yeah, this is like a two player Euro game that's sort of smashed into like one card and some chipboard. Um, one of the 
upgrade goals was an envelope. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're really, like, trying to keep it super cheap. Yeah. Um, but the game looks really fun. It looks nice. The art looks good. Yeah, there's, like, a little rondelle, and you move the characters around on the rondelle to determine what your actions are. And you buy buildings, and the buildings give you abilities, like, you know. Like every other Euro game in the universe. Um, <laughs> but you buy these buildings and whoever builds the most gets the most points from doing that. It, it looks really great. The art's really great. And um, the, the game is just really cheap. So I yeah. couldn't not back it. Awesome. I, have a, I have a Kickstarter problem. <laughs> where if it's like five to ten bucks, I'll just back it automatically. Dude, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough. The, you know, the one more that's coming up. Uh, we've talked about it last or two episodes ago with Chris Kirkman. Uh, on the on the show, and uh, that's the rabbit line of games. Six six games, two different tiers. There's a three pack dinner, drinks, and dessert, um, which is uh, what what are the games? Diner. Yeah, diner. Pie factory. Pie factory and brew crafters, the travel card game. I want to play all of them. And then the other one, I think it's it's a transportation theme. There's Isle of Trains and the fittest, which is like a social deduction game, and then Easy Breezy, oh, Easy Breezy travel agency. So good. Yeah, all, all I haven't played them all, but um, I, I know that. I'm going to love four out of six of those games <laughs> just based on seeing how they play and hearing enough about them. Yeah. And I'm going to give the other ones a shot and see how it goes. So that's going to be a really fun uh, campaign to watch. So, you know, the Kickstarters generally, um, you know, they do they seem to do a lot better with these bigger games that have lots of bits and everything. But if you look, there's occasionally some, some really solid fillers on there. And a lot of times I think they get overlooked. But, hey, if you're like Andy and maybe like me and you're spending too much money, then that's the way to go is to, is to get these little games because they're going to be easier on the pocketbook. Um, so we're going to move on to something old, something new. And I get to go first this so week. So I've never played Six Nymphs, so please tell me. Tell me. <laughs> tell what, you. Is, what is Six Nymphs? It's one of the greatest card games ever made. Really? I think so. Yeah, it's it's, it's made by Wolfgang Kramer. And Six Nymphs is the German name of it. It's N-I-M-M-T exclamation point. And um, there are several versions of the game that have been brought over to the U.S. So one of them is called Slide 5, and that was uh, that's by Endless Games. And there's also another version of it that was called Category 5. And then there's the latest version is called Walking Dead, the card game. Yeah, and it's uh, put up, that one's put out by Cryptozoic. But it's the same game with, with a twist. There's an alternate kind of variant and a special ability card. So you can play straight up Six Nymphs with it. I don't recommend it because the, the uh, I mean, it, it's okay because it's the only one you can get right now. Um, but it's a little bit ugly because it's just pictures from the show of a nasty-looking zombie. It's just kind of screenshot stuff. But um, the game is fantastic. So in the game, you set up these four rows. You pass out ten cards to everybody. The cards are numbered, um, I think, one to 105. And each card has a different amount of uh, bulls on it. Some of them have uh, one bull. Some of them have uh, four or five bulls. And that's the points, and points are bad. Um, so what happens is you start with a card. Uh, on the table in these four different columns and you can play a card from your everybody it's blind blind bidding kind of so everybody chooses a card from their hand and plays them simultaneously and then the lowest card gets placed in one of the rows and the way the cards get placed is they get placed to the column that they are closest to but higher than the number that's at the end of that row right so if there's a five and I play a six then my card is obviously going to go next to that six, right? If there's a, uh, a you know a twenty-five that's in the starting row, and then a thirty, and somebody plays a twenty-seven, it goes next to the twenty-seven, mm -hmm. right? Okay. So, um, so that so so then what happens is whenever a sixth card gets played into that row, you have to take the other five cards in that row, leaving the sixth card to be the new starting point. 
mm-hmm. and you put them in your point pile. So it's this good, like, tense, like, what are people going to play? What am I going to play to get that best spot so I don't push it over to six? And it's it's just a beautiful, simple game. Um, it can be a little frustrating, but I, I played it a lot with my, my youth group. Um, we, we took it up to Starbucks on a couple nights when we uh, didn't have enough kids. How many kids. players? Uh, you can play, I think, up to a lot of players. I want to say ten players. Wow. Yeah, because 10 cards each, yeah, it would be 100. You'd have five cards left over, so it's not perfect information. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's it plays it plays, for, it plays really well, too, even. Um, so it's it's a really great game, worth worth checking out. Um, you get rowdy with it. It's one of those games that makes you grunt and sigh because you got <laughs> to, you have to take the pile. But it, but you can teach it in two or three minutes. So uh, Six Nymph is, is a fantastic game. Uh, I don't see enough people playing it around at conventions. But it's a great game for that because you can get, hey, we got ten people. What are we going to do? You know, let's pull out Six Nymphs and play a, a quick game for 20 minutes and move on. That's great. All right, so Andy, you're going to talk about a game that was recently on Kickstarter. This town ain't big enough for the two to four of us. So, yeah, this is being put out by Tasty Minstrel Games. Um, it's a tile-laying game. And this is designed by the guys who made Belfort. I don't, I don't remember their names. Uh, that. Jay Cormier? And Sen, Sen something. Fu? Something like something that? Something like that, yeah. Um, so the it's a tiling game. They had It's not out yet, but they have the print and play files up on the Kickstarter. So you can just go to the Kickstarter and print it out. And it's like two pages, half a page of rules, and then two pages of tiles. And I was like, I gotta try, I gotta try it. Like, I backed it, I should try it. So I... You cut out some tiles and start laying them down. Um, it's the the rules are really simple. You draw one tile and you play one tile. Um, the tiles are seg- are square tiles that are segmented like diagonally. So they're either there's either like an X across the tile that separates it into four triangular pieces, mm-hmm. or there might be just one line from diagonal to diagonal that separates it into two pieces, or there might be one there might be three triangular pieces with one large triangular piece and two other smaller ones on either side. And each of those sections of the tile has um, one or two brands in it. And there's four different colored brands. There's uh, pink, yellow, blue, or green. So okay. you pick which color that you want to be. So I'll say I'll, I'm going to be the blue player. And you try, you're trying to cordon off these areas using the using the tile so you try and complete areas and this is called a town so when you complete an area it's called a town okay um the way you score is if who you score the everyone who has um brands in that section scores and you score the next most number of brands for that section so for example if i complete a town and i'm blue and i have three brands in there okay then say there's three blue Two yellow and one red. I would score two points because the next oh. the next one down is yellow. That's interesting. Yeah, and then yellow would score one point because the next one down is is a red, and then uh, red would score no points because there's nobody lower than them. Um, so that makes this really interesting sort of push your luck thing where you're trying to get as many of, of you're trying to get a lot of different you're trying to build up your majority while also building up someone else's majority and then oh. hoping that they don't pass you. So there's some interesting gameplay there where you where you can really hose yourself if you're trying to go for big points yeah. because you won't be able to close it off and then they 
because some of the tiles have two of the same color on it so you could actually jump ahead of so I, I could draw if I'm yellow I could draw a tile that has two yellow and I could jump ahead of somebody in an area and really hose everybody there <laughs> yeah so so tile lading game like I love Carcassonne and you're building up kind of areas and trying to build these cities you know like mm -hmm. um is this different enough that I'm gonna I'm gonna like it I'm gonna get something out of it yeah definitely um the 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 strategy is the is completely different because the scoring is different um but it's similar enough to where if you like one you'll like the other and it's so fast it plays so quickly it plays a lot differently with different numbers of players like a two player game there's a lot of room to there's a lot of wiggle room and you can build up somebody else's like cuz the the points are still there so you could build up um, you could build up yellow, for instance, and nobody's playing yellow, and you could score oh. off yellow, so you're, there's less risk. Okay. But in a four-player game, it gets really cutthroat. I played it with two, three, and four. I, I like three the best because you do have one non-player that you like. Is it, it's like the safe zone, you know? But then okay. there's still people at your throat. So, yeah, that's uh, this town ain't big enough for the two to four of us. Um, awesome. Print it out, play it, and then buy it when it comes out for five bucks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how those are going to come out if they're going to be available beyond Kickstarter, but uh, like these little micro games that they're that they're doing these kind of weird runs for. But um, we'll wait and see. Yeah, yeah, looks cool. Uh, Six Nymphs, this town ain't big enough for the two to four of us. Thanks again for uh, tuning in to Twenty Minutes of Filler. I'm Jason Katarski. You can find me on Twitter at Jason Katarski, and you can find Andy over at at Andy underscore Lennox, L-E-N-O-X. Yeah, and please uh, subscribe to our show on iTunes. Uh, thanks again. We just want to wish you uh, lots of fun-filled gaming with your family and friends. Bye.